May I now request our first presenter of this session, uh, Madhuri Dixit, who will be speaking on circulation for intervention, the comic, the folk, and the democratic in Marathi theatre. Madhuri, the floor is yours. Thank you, sir. And hello, everybody. Uh, I would be reading out my paper, and I would also be uh, sharing my screen uh, to show some visuals uh, as the uh, need uh, arises. So the paper here is titled as Circulation for Intervention, the Comic, the Folk, and the Democratic in Marathi Theatre. Theatre is a realm of ideas and imagination that feeds on entirety of life. It recreates the human world of thought and action in performance. Theater manifests inner circularity in the sense that every performance of a theatrical production, which is an independent event in principle, repeats, yet not merely repeats, the original design of that performance. Intertextuality and referentiality in theater, including its performative aspects, can also be perceived as inner circularity. Theatre also possesses a kind of external circularity in the sense of being a cultural site that connects with the larger material life by drawing on its historical, cultural, political, philosophical aspects for performing human thought, emotion, and action. Further, a specific type of theatre may be identified with a specific kind of circulation owing to its style of presentation and or content. For instance, as suggested by the famous nomenclature, drawing room theater rendered historically on the commercial urban proscenium Marathi theater for its thematic emphasis on the middle-class life and theatrical importance given to the written text of the play. However, during the last three decades, it is increasingly observed that there have been some outlier plays in Marathi theater that embody different kinds of circulation than the conventional one. Such plays are identified for their contemporary relevance, representation of specific social sections, and their particular outlook on life. Among them, Mumbai-based theatre director, playwright, and actor Santosh Pawar's popular productions stand out basically for their use of folk theatre forms from the Kokan region, their deviation from the standard Marathi language and their hilarious, somewhat unjustified, stylistic and heady collage of popular figures and mythical characters. I would like to examine two of his plays, namely Yadakadachit and Yadakadachit Returns, produced with a gap of 20 years in between to understand the use circulation has been put to in the new cultural conversation that the plays have initiated. It is important to note the timing of initiating this new cultural and theatrical conversation. The first play, Yadakadachi, opened in 1999 on the background of the rise of Hindutva as a recognizable cultural and political force. Everyday life had started showing signs of intolerance fueled by religious ferocity. It was but obvious that the Mahabharata figures when stripped of their divinity and grandeur and made to confront challenges of life in unceremonious ways and accompanied by contemporary popular public figures like Virappan, the sandal smuggler 
and Dev Anand, the past chocolate hero of Bollywood, were to invite the wrath of the cultural police. Shows were forcefully stopped by pressurizing the authorities, sloganeering in the auditoriums, as well as by exploding low-intensity bombs in and around the auditoriums. Nevertheless, the production saw 4,500 successful shows before stopping. Yadakadachit Returns was created to relive the earlier theatrical moment of fun and popularity and with the intention to make the specific kind of creativity available for the posterity, as Santosh Pawar tells us in one of his interviews that is available on the YouTube. It coincided with the re-election of the right-wing aggressive Hindutva to the center in 2019. Grabbing power for the second time boosted the confidence of the fundamentalist majority mindset and neglect the minorities in political and social ways. Cautioned by the earlier ordeal of culture, Santosh Pawar wanted to avoid any controversial references. His compromises are apparent in the play in terms of omission of the epic characters and of direct political comments. Yet, the shadow of Yadakadachit looms large on the new play in theatrical devices and in ways of representation. Omission of epic characters in the new play did not necessarily mean losing reference to his previous theme of the rivalry between brothers because the theme repeats itself in the new play, but leads to a different socio-political issue and thus maintaining the inner circularity or the inner circulation. In the place of the epic narrative, Pawar astutely mobilized another commodity from the world of entertainment, namely the blockbuster celluloid mythical story of two brothers, Bahuvali and Dev, fighting for the throne of the Mahishmati kingdom. Power's explanation that the word returns in the title is not to connote repetition or extension of the earlier content, but the form and style implies the kind of circulation the critic can look for in the shared space of the two plays. Rather than asking a provocative question like the one he asked in Yadakadachit, and the question was, why does truth conquer in the end? What or who is responsible for the sufferings people undergo till the triumph of truth. Pawar preferred to call attention to the plight of farmers in Yadakadachit returns and raise the question of their suicides. His narrative to being Dev's engagement with agriculture following his defeat in the war. Novelty as well as strength of the cultural conversation started by Pawar's plays are revealed in the examination of what the comic style and form of the plays try to achieve, albeit inadvertently. Otherwise, it is easy to dismiss them as slapstick comedies and nothing more, and as some of the criticism has already done. This is not to suggest that every theatrical device and strategy pleases the audiences during the performances, and there is much that is disorganized and unsavory. But what attracts critical attention is the reinvention of the critical potential of folk theater forms like Namankhere and Dashavtar. Deprived of their inherent rituality, they are established as complete Marathi theater productions 
on the commercial proscenium stage. During this process of reorientation as entertainment, the critical potential of the forms relates importantly to the ability of seeing through the contradictions, failures, and power politics experienced in everyday situations. It originates from their tendency to have very commonsensical relationship with the divine, the awe-inspiring, and the mythical, resulting into humanizing and demythologizing extraordinary characters and situations, particularly in the Vaganatya part of the play. Santosh Pawar pulls on these very characteristics of folk theater forms and takes the artistic liberty of retaining the form but changing the content to suit his own purpose. His content renders unique mobility on the select historical figures, mythical characters, and even contemporary celebrities, and they traverse their respective time periods to land together in theatrical situations that can be identified as relevant to the contemporary times. This does not mean that he decontextualizes them since they do bring in their own spatial and temporal references and carry their original temperaments and attitudes as characters. Nevertheless, the story part is so thin that there seems no story in the conventional sense in both the plays. Only the unfolding of a bizarre journey, replete with myriad references, comic suggestions, and political punches, till the arrival of a social message in the end of the play. The popery is relished more by the alert and politically informed audiences, while the uninitiated ones may let some of the punches simply glide on the laughter. However, unlike the stereotypical Marathi theatrical emphasis, on the stability of the written world, and unlike the stilted kind of melodrama, I'm quoting Saranan Menon here, stilted kind of melodrama of contrived gestures and loud and cliched verbiage of the proscenium spaces, as Menon describes in an article, everything in Pawar's place literally appears to be on the move. While actors enter and exit from the stage, jumping, singing, and dancing continually, Various timelines intersect and references to the political and the social fly all over, keeping the performances ever in motion by letting new meanings to develop continuously. Logic is hard to find in this kitsch-like heady collage of people and situations. Both the productions do ask for a kind of surrendering openness and readiness from the audiences to be led in any direction wherever the place wish to take them. Nevertheless, the ride is fresh, hilarious, and enjoyable, mainly because of the excellent sense of timing kept by the actors and the political meanings provoked by dialogues. Under the name of theater performance, what we actually have is an exciting mix of rigorous physical energy, humor, and wit of the folk infused with choreographed and well-scripted proscenium theater practice. Now with this kind of introduction to the plays of Santosh Pawar, let me just share the presentation uh, with uh, the participants, where I intend to show a few visuals to 
make sense of my analysis. Okay. So let's have some illustrations now to elaborate the style of presentation of these plays and to understand the kinds of commodities that, you know, quote unquote, commodities that power summons from the artistic and material world to be circulated in his plays. So here I'm going to show, uh, I think, four slides one by one from the first play, Yadakadachi. Uh, I hope the uh, presentation is shared with the participants. Can you see the presentation? Somebody please tell me. Yes. Fine. So the first uh, jewel is of uh, Krishna, who is going to um, act as a uh, uh, go-between uh, the curves and the others. Uh, what I show here on the left-hand side, we see a kind of pictorial depiction usually found on the walls of temples or some religious buildings like that, where we see that Krishna is sleeping and uh, Duryodhan and uh, I think uh, Arjun uh, are waiting for Krishna to wake up. Now the same thing is uh, repeated here in the play, but we I, I will urge you to notice the Gandhi cap that Krishna is wearing in this particular uh, visual. The next visual uh, shows uh, two pictures. The left side picture is a general kind of uh, pictorial depiction of the Mahabharat war, where we see that Krishna is uh, uh, blowing the conch and Arjun is uh, sitting in the chariot. The same thing happens in the play, but here I would also like to call your attention to the conch because this is not a real conch. Uh, it is a kind of conch that we find uh, pairs or uh, you know in the toy shops and uh, the particular part which is uh, it is a kind of uh, musical instrument which is given to children for play and we have it rises in the air so uh, in terms of uh, uh, undermining the uh, yeah. five minutes. Okay. Oh. And. to be with this ways is bursting the Bollywood famous number Dola Redola from the movie Devdas. In another instance, similarly between words, a similarity between words drags in political jokes. For example, Krishna's friend Pendya is uh, calling Krishna to come out on the stage quickly without even wearing the uh, sandals. And there is a deliberate echo uh, of the name of a political leader, Lal Krishnavani, uh, which is conveyed across uh, just through the tonal inflection. Similarly, generic and personal names make pun on the words and start denoting mundane commodities like fish on the rope, soap, 
or the loudspeaker called as Karna in Marathi. Now, Karna is also the name of a, a Mahabharat character. A movie scene transpires into a mundane everyday market experience and the places like forest have connections and memories causing unimaginable characters to meet, caricaturing images and parading products like songs from the cinematic world constitute a noticeable device in Pawar's theater. Now I'll uh, take a pause over here and would like to sh uh, show just uh, uh, one entry, one uh, video here. This is from Yada Kadachit Returns. in this video was the use of uh, a song from a film uh, which is kind of uh, imposed on uh, Bahubali's entry and uh, the entertainment uh, is enhanced because of because Uh, it provides scope to ample physical moments and to associations with commonplace experiences that generate hearty uh, laughter. In fact, searching for intricacies of transformation of representation from the outside world into the theatrical world is very interesting. It pushes us to think about the objects, quote unquote, practices, commodities, and images that circulate and or linger in public imagination for longer periods. What associations do they evoke and how do their representations get modified with passing time? How are their specific configurations affected due to social profiles of individuals? Whom or what does Pawar's imagination represent when he chooses particular props? These questions deserve critical attention, but I'm afraid they'll find no analytical scope here because of the time constraint. Time is up. Yeah, so just give me one minute and I'll just conclude my paper here. The comprehensive question that I would like to address by the way of the above analysis is about the role circulation plays in the evolution of contemporary cultural conversation appearing in Marathi theater. Is it different from circulation in other fields? With reference to Pawar's theatrical world, I find that circulation assists intervention and subversion in theater. By successfully relocating Namanthe, Dashautar, and Bala dance, along with Bankoti language in the mainstream commercial theater, Pawar has diversified and therefore democratized the theater. The evidence is to be found in emergence of new skills of acting, as well as new actors from varied backgrounds, and the con consequent diversification of the social profile of theater audiences too, particularly in terms of caste and class. So 
the theatrical world of Yadakadachit and Yadakadachit Returns has, inv has invited different ideas of life, morality, and entertainment, and have created different kinds of knowledges, so to say. The entire exercise executed in the shared space of the two plays in this context does not simply circulate knowledge, but create different knowledges. Within ambit of theater performances under scrutiny, the primary function of circulation may be recognized as generation of comic laughter, but it promotes criticism and much required emphasis on democratic principles. So the uh, theatrical circulation that I have discussed here contribute to public discourse around contemporary matters and invite a rethinking of the possibilities of Marathi theater. Thank you. Thank you, Madhuri. Uh, can you stop sharing?